My name is Ignatius. I was like, who, who started this one off? <laughs> well, uh, I'm Luke, and we have our guest speaker of Owen. Hello, I'm Owen. You sound so fucking thrilled to be on our podcast. No, I really, I do. I am thankful. For How does here. it feel to be the first speaker, the first guest on here? It feels pretty nice, I'm not going to lie. Not to, you know, not to bump up my own ego, but it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Don't worry, we'll bump it back down by the end. Oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> for those listening, we're, we're hoping to have a guest every time. No promises. No promises. But uh, we, we got a cue. We got like... Five people that were like, please let me be a guest. And I was like, all right, awesome. You're in the queue. Get back to you in January. See ya. <laughs> um, all right, so I got a bone to pick. And y'all already know this because I said this preemptively. It is what? What day is it? December 12th? The 6th? What the hell? Okay, December 6th. Let's rewind the clock back to Thanksgiving. Friends of mine know my Thanksgiving was ass. That's a separate story. But I couldn't even ease the pain with consuming products. I Black Friday deals. If anyone has gone anywhere, like, there, there are malls around here. There's, you know, Oak Park. That's... You have Legends, I, I guess. That's, that's more of a, just an outlet. There's some, there's, yeah. there's some good shopping centers around. Yeah, but, like, there's... Areas. Zona Rosa. Yeah. Okay. Motherfucker. Tell me why the best deal on Black Friday is 30% off. That is a regular sale. It's not good. And there were some stores that had 10% off to 30% off the store. Even worse than that is when you go online on Monday, Cyber Monday, the thing that follows... And you see the exact same thing you just bought on Black Friday, marked an additional 20% off. Yeah. And even though it's illegal to do, like, the price gouging stuff, where it's like, we're going to raise the price $800, and then it's $600 off. Instead of doing that the, the day before, they do it, like, weeks before now. Mm-hmm. And no one, no one notices. I'm just like, dude, what... We're just giving all of our money to Amazon now because now Cyber Monday is the new Black mm-hmm. Friday. It really is. Like, you can get some steals. I was looking okay. at those Lego sets on Amazon yes, straight up, and they were like 20% off a Lego set is probably like the equivalent of like 80% off a TV. Lego does not do sales. Yep. So if you can find like a 20% off set on Amazon... Dude, you better buy that immediately. Yeah, it's gotten to a point where it seems like Cyber Monday and all the online shopping has gotten is a much better option for buying shit in terms of Black Friday than it is actual Black Friday. And the problem is that it's, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know a lot about, you know, how the like economy plays in all this at all, but it might have an effect. We need more money, so we're not going to deal, or we're not going to have as, ugh. As good of deals on products as normal. Well, I, I hate that though, because like, where's the competition? There's no, no that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no competition. <laughs> when your TV comes from the same place that the Samsung one comes from, and it's just thirty dollars cheaper, you know, it's all the exact same TV with a slightly better display or slightly better box on the outside of it. It doesn't really matter where the TV comes from, just the price. Yeah. Call me a monster, but. I was looking forward as a kid, as a preteen, to go Black Friday shopping and just getting some fights. You like were, you weren't the only one. I'm just saying right now, d- dude. It was it was free reign. I the Black Friday that's depicted in like '90s to early 2000s media. I was like, hell you yeah! Part of that? I was like, th- this is like the but for consumers. The Walmart security footage always has something good on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, because security was like, do I really want to get shot by like an 80-year-old farmer that just wants like $20 off his hoe? Joke intended. Very much intended. But I digress. I It just doesn't feel the same. And I feel like it started once COVID happened. 
Like, before COVID, there were, like, 60% off deals, maybe 70%, depending on where you went. But now it's like, oh, wow, 30%. Get on my hands and knees. Let me pray. Because I'll never see something like this ever again. I have a slight theory. It's kind of spe- more in speculation than an actual, like, fact. But I feel like the lack of sales and actual deals is a result of the major push in the past four to five years for better wages and better, like, you know, just living conditions in general. And because we're trying to get some form of better, like, life, it's just pushing everything else's price up before they even give you the reward for it. I... I would agree with that. Yeah, that's yeah. a, possi- a definite mean, possibility. <laughs> anything's possible. In fact, that leads me to the next topic. Let me tell y'all about what the fuck happened to me today. I had a Truman Show. I'm in a simulation moment. So I'm in Kansas history. And if on the off chance any of my classmates listen to this, I want them to listen close. Because y'all have to be NPCs. I'm not sorry. There's like, I don't, I don't think there's anyone in that class that actually listened, but um, dude, we read a memoir about um, it's it's from Sarah Smarsh. It was it was a pretty good book. It's it's a, a memoir about like being raised in Kansas in poverty, got out of poverty, um, goes from very country life to very city life. Uh, pretty pretty interesting. All right, so we're having a discussion in class, and I got there like five minutes late, so they're already they're already talking. Fine, I get in. We're I'm I'm discussing like 10, 15 minutes in, and we're we're talking about the idea that um, like labels of people is bad, which like yeah, this is this like second grade level comprehension, but okay. So we're going on about how labeling people is is bad. Like, oh, well, you're poor. Oh, well, you're X, you're Y, whatever. And go on for a bit. Dude, I am just, uh, I get fed up because I'm like, we're going in circles saying how how bad this thing is. I say, let's get to the root of the problem of, of labeling. The root of the problem is there are people who like, benefit from dividing people. Like, labeling divides people and categorizes people and then divides them into subcategories where it's, it's divisive. Now, Luke, what, what is really interesting about that is I literally just based my final college paper for my visual argument on almost the exact same thing. Exactly. <laughs> and I, my, my college paper was, built, was based upon the problem with our two-party system and why teaching it to young children is a problem, because if you look into the past, having that split, even from the beginning, which our founding fathers never intended to have, that split in like politics, I'm not going to get into politics today, so... But well, not just yet. having... Not yet. <laughs> However, the, putting that idea of having a right and wrong side from childhood, and always forcing oh, you to yeah. choose between two sides, and not think for yourself, I think is a really big problem. <laughs> Yeah, so I was I was talking about how uh, <clears throat> like there there are people who benefit from dividing us through labels to pursue their own goals, and like I, I'm I'm basically just saying like labels equal division, and there are people that benefit from that to divide us. That's that's what I said, dude. It was like I didn't say a word. Some moron like next to me <laughs> was like. I don't even know how he's in college, honestly. Uh, A, he's a Giants fan, and B, he's just stupid. So, and yeah, I will slander wow. the Giants. God I will slander the Giants because my dad and my grandma were born in New York, That's and they canceled. are Giants fans. That's it, we're canceled. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no. Anyway, he he switched topics immediately to talk about a previous thing we discussed, which was that being mean on the internet is bad. And... Fucking no one, no one said anything. No one brought up anything I said. No one responded. And I'm like, dude, am I in a room with NPCs? Am I in the Truman Show? Because how can how can you listen to the, to a whole thing of like 
okay, we're talking about how labels are bad. They're they're bad, yes, but th the deeper meaning is they divide us and categorize us so that other people can profit off of that. And they just ignored, immediately switched topics, never brought up again. I think that's because I think that's because even they recognize that they probably do the exact same shit. Like <clears throat> no, <clears throat> they like, didn't say anything. Whether sorry, like go go ahead. Like just whether it be a political affiliation they have or personal biases they have, I can almost guarantee most, if not all, of that class does the same thing where they just label people for no reason. I, I had to, like... I texted my group chat immediately. I'm like, I just lost my faith in humanity. I'll explain later. And then I get... This is the crazy part. I have I have this on audio. I, I was ranting exact same way I ranted to you guys. And... I'm saying, like, man, that's like I'm living in a simulation. The moment I said simulation, my fucking Xbox One turns on. And no. uh, I, was, I was not near it. I was not near my controller. Uh, it was off because I had been gone for a fucking hour and a half. And it turns off automatically. And it, it, it's not voice active. I've had it since 2014. I've tried the Xbox power on. Or the hey, Xbox, Xbox on. Hey, Xbox. <laughs> it wouldn't do anything. And the moment I say I'm in a simulation, turns on on its own. What the fuck? And, <laughs> like, my reaction was caught on, on audio recording. And I'm in the middle of ranting. I'm just like, my Xbox just turned on. What the fuck? And I'm like... Like, straight up part of a simulation. And... My Xbox literally just turned on across the room on its own, and it's not voice activated. What the fuck is this? What the... Dude, it's not voice active. I've had this since 2014. There's... I didn't even say Xbox or games or on. I... Bro, I'm in a simulation. I swear to God. I snap. That's when I snap. Because I'm like, how? There's no way. That's like the craziest coincidence that I'm talking about being on the Truman Show in a simulation. And then my Xbox turns on on its own. I'm like, you guys are listening. Damn you. I heard those rumors of Xbox recording people without their knowledge. Never stopped. What the hell? Disappeared. So, well, how quickly your, your, your beliefs pissed. are confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that that's... It might be confirmation bias, but dude, that man, that was my day. Found out I'm I'm literally Truman from the Truman Show. Great movie, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, you need to. Worth the watch. Worth the oh, watch. Yeah, definitely. That was that had a great ending. Worth worth a rewatch too to see all the little details. Oh, I've watched it many times. <laughs> so on HBO Max, anyone who's interested. Not sponsored. <clears throat> yeah, we're not sponsored by not, HBO. Not sponsored by HBO Max. Um, We'd like we to. We wish, but please. <laughs> we would love sponsors. If HBO Max really should sponsor podcasts. No, no bias here, but... I mean, I personally enjoy it the most. This is not a sponsorship, by the way. I'm just saying my opinion. That I like HBO Max the most. I would not complain if they sponsored us. Again, not sponsored. Just, just Not saying. sponsored. Make sure we know Just this. saying. That I would not mind. <laughs> HBO Max, <laughs> reach out. You know, we have you know what to do. Open communication would be nice. Um, all right, so Man, speaking of streaming stuff, yes, sir. let's go to YouTube Premium. In fact, let's go attack YouTube right now. Well, not attack, because <laughs> I don't want to get banned. But they did that once I'm not calling for violence. School. I'm calling for using my words in a non-violent and proactive way. Fuck YouTube. <laughs> That's what I gotta say. How, dude, the strict crap on YouTube. Oh, God. Oh, you mean the... Uh, the, the We're gonna uh, ban you for saying naughty words. Even apocalypse. though we have, we have YouTube kids. What was the point of making YouTube kids if you're, if you're gonna treat regular YouTube like YouTube kids? Alright, so... I actually have a lot of experience with YouTube kids because I have a little brother at home who my mom will give like a little tablet to, and he'll run off and go look at YouTube Kids. The idea behind YouTube Kids is just to have a bunch of like five minute to like, is the group of like videos on there, 
30 seconds to like 5 minutes or 30 minutes to 3 hours long. There is no in between for like kids because it's either going to be short and sweet and give your kids attention or something you put in the background for your kids to watch. And <clears throat> the number of shows that get millions of views, billions of views, definitely doing the same like Coco Melon. Not even, not even Coco Melon. This like the number of weird Russian shows with like a little kid driving like a police car down the street. Uh, trust, I've seen too much. Of like this. the I'm tired the, of it. Like Johnny Johnny. Yes, but like live action version of like Coco Melon. Are you for real? Not there. There are probably a good seven hundred versions of the Baby Shark song. Not only only seven hundred. Only no no no. Like that I've had to listen to. I've listened to at least. Baby Shark hit YouTube like. Crack hit low income housing in the eighties. <laughs> like, let me tell you. God damn. I mean, YouTube kids, absolutely insane. YouTube kids, the only thing on there, like like Ignacio was saying, is just it's five minute videos mm-hmm. of the same old shows that we never watched in our, our us growing up. Yeah, but, we were we had the golden age yeah. of Disney. We had the Golden oh. Age of Cartoon Network. Nickelodeon. We I had, had the Golden Age of Stick thing. with Tire. <laughs> I, I had the Golden Age of, yep, sunsetting, go home. Yes, sir. Oh, and offside, real quick, I hate how 90s kids like think that's exclusive to them. It's not. 2000 kids Reruns had the exist. same Reruns childhood. existed. 2003 or four is the cutoff. Like, that's where... Uh, I will give leeway to some five and six kids because yeah. I have grown up with some five and six kids that okay. they went the same through stuff, same stuff I did. I'll take your word for it. I will it. give some leeway. Okay. However, if you're from like 2009 and you get out. My cousin, my cousin recently told me he was born in 2007. I looked at him like he was insane. I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. What? I don't even know. Like, how how far did children's shows fall off? Since our since our day and age, like Teen Titans Go is is probably the one that hurt the most. Teen Titans Even though Go there's morphed. probably there's probably worse. I think Teen Titans Go kind of started off all right, and then just like slowly saw that decline with it as the season well, kicked off. It's become more meta. I, I think it's more bearable to watch if you're like someone who's an adult going in to criticize it. They'll have jokes for you. Oh yeah, like they make fun of themselves the, now. The, I think the worst offender is Ben Ten. Stop. Have y'all seen which one? Which, which one? one? There's like three movies. There's no. like five so, shows. Okay, so there was like there was like the original 2008 Cartoon Network cartoon, right? Then you had the series after that where Ben's a teen, right? And then you had that that other series, but after that, it's like, oh my god! Have y'all have y'all seen the reboot of Ben Ten? No, no, Owen. No, what you need to know of is the reboot of freaking Scooby Doo. <laughs> Oh, Have y'all seen that? Oh my god. The brand new Scooby-Doo <laughs> Mysteries Incorporated. Is it the Scoob movie? No, no. Scooby-Doo no. Mysteries Incorporated. A brand new, like, series. Yeah. I'm pretty... Uh, is it... I'm not, I'm not entirely 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure Scooby's not even in it. Is it the one with, like, the whole controversy with Velma? Possibly. I could not... Like, I, I think they made her, like, an African-American. Yeah, and, yeah. That, that, that um, one. Uh, no, I think Velma was Asian. Like Daphne was African American, something like Fred was. No, it was a uh, Shaggy was black all of a sudden. Oh yeah, <laughs> they yeah, changed yeah, Shaggy yeah. to being like African American black, whatever you want to call we, it. We Donald gotta Fred. tread lightly. We're we're gonna tiptoe into cancel zone. We could. Well, we're I'm minorities. Oregon. We're minorities. <laughs> Owen, Owen, I know you're Cuban, but you are pasty white. I know. I'm very white. You're pasty not gonna Cuban. get that minority card, my friend. No, I know. Speaking of minorities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank God you were about to bring that one up, because that would be weird if Owen and I did. We're too mm-hmm. white passing. Yeah. Um, man, December 6th doesn't really feel like it's it's Christmas time. No, not Even, even though close. that's all the radio's been playing. Oh, let me tell you, at my job, we make Christmas cookies. And I'm not even, I can't even count the number of times all I want for Christmas is you has come on since Thanksgiving ended. That sounds like torture, man. It sounds just like hell. It's not torture when you start making fun of it with your coworkers while you're still working. It gets a little bit better, but yeah, I don't. I just it seems like it seems like the 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 feel of a lot of holidays has dwindled over the past few years. Is it? My my question is: Is it 
us or like society? I don't know because Is it like, us or the world? Did we grow up or did times actually change? I don't think growing up's a thing because my mom and my my dad are all about the Christmas thing. I mean, there's a lot of parents out there. Like, you drive around wherever, you'll see people with Christmas decorations all up. But it just it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't elicit the same feelings as you would five to ten years back. I don't know if that's us growing old and cynical, but I mean, I don't think growing old is a point. Not sure what you think. Now, I think that's a good point, that we're growing up and getting older. However, I also think that just the spirit in general for holiday seasons has kind of died off in our modern world, because <clears throat> now we're no longer in the time of, oh, it's Christmas time, it's time to go visit family, to time to go take that vacation, time to go spend time at home and sit around the fire or have a dinner, and we're in a society where now you go home just because you want to. You don't have to go to work anymore because you can do that at home so you're already there. You're not really in the spirit of giving because everything costs so much just to begin with. <clears throat> and I feel like it's it's not so much that the spirit's gone, just so much, but more the idea that we are focused on so much other things besides having fun and enjoying life that we are having that sort of dis like that disconnect. So you think you think if the other factors were to suddenly spontaneously vanish this holiday spirit would return in full force no not entirely no i think it's it's not that the, the other facts have to vanish i think just people have to put a little bit more effort yeah. not, not not saying like into like the christmas but like just more effort into being in a moment with other people rather than just trying to get by because you're gonna have to pay bills tomorrow or have whenever you pay like your, your bills could happen every month you're gonna have those things that happen in life that get you down however if that's all you focus on in life, I'm sorry, but that's a boring life. Yeah. I've lived it. <clears throat> I won't lie. I've just been going through it for the past couple of months. It sucks. But if you don't try to be at least somewhat positive, then it doesn't get better. I think people are too nervous about... It's a, it's a weird sentence to say a lot. I think people are too nervous about Christmas. You know, because like what you were saying, where things are cost a lot. For me, it's... My, my viewpoint on a lot of holidays, and especially Christmas, is if you really want to experience the joy of the holidays, prepare for it, you know? Because if you're going to, if you're going to go through, like, August, September, October, November, you know, blowing all your money on whatever, and then you get to Christmas and you're like, I don't have money to get gifts for my family, or I don't have, I can't go anywhere, I don't have enough money for a trip, then you kind of screwed yourself over there. If you, if I feel like if you prepare for a holiday, you make plans with people, you really make an effort, like he was saying, like mm -hmm. Anasio was saying, you make an effort to connect with the people you're close with. You have a, one of the best holidays in your life potentially, but I don't think people are, I don't think people care enough anymore, which is damn disappointing to say out loud. But what do you think, Luke? What are your thoughts on the whole Christmas spirit being gone? I have a wild theory. I think it comes down. <laughs> To snow. As a kid, Dude. you're always wanting it to snow. Every single day. So you could get out of school and you could play in the snow. And then when you're an adult, oh, I don't want snow because I have to clear that off my car. Oh, I still have to go into work. I have to deal with the ice. I have to deal with roads not being cleared. Oh, and I, re I remember trying to go to your house and Dude. I spun out like twice. My house, for reference, my house is a massive hill. Just getting up. That road's always iced. Leavenworth yep. never clears that thing up at all. You believe that sometimes. Yeah. So I, I've spun I, out. It's on like it. it's awful. The major thing that makes winter and Christmas time feel like it snow. Like it's, sorry, I, it's just it's it's different, you know. Yeah. And, and that's just like one example <coughs> of like the different like point of view with like children versus adults, where like we don't have to worry about cleaning off our cars at, at five years old. But now that I'm 20, that's my problem now. Mm -hmm. I, but uh, let, me, let me ask you this then. Is it really like that much about the weather that changes it? Because can you, how, how, what's the most recent like Christmas that snowed on? When's the last time we had an actual white Christmas? I don't know. Because that's I, why it feels weird. And so that, that's what it means. Like I, I hear all the time that people are like, "Oh, we haven't had a white Christmas since the '80s." Like I haven't seen an actual snow on Christmas 
since like I was a kid, and that's usually people who are well into their you know mid to late life. <laughs> oh. It was like five or six years ago here, I think, the last time it snowed, and the Seriously? only reason I remember is because that was the year my grandma died, and we were like, if it snows on Christmas, and it did. How did Texas get a better white Christmas than, than we did? Yikes. The hell? Doesn't tell us. Well, speaking of snow. Uh-oh. Ooh. Topic change. Uh, Weird news story. Snow. Russian permafrost melting, revealing zombie viruses. I have not heard that. WTF. You haven't, um, you haven't heard about that? I have not heard about that at all. So, so they're, they're, not, they're not zombie viruses that can infect humans. They can infect amoebas and other bacteria, apparently. Um, but they, they do act as, like, zombie. Um, but, man, that, that headline that I saw, I was like, would I actually prefer a zombie apocalypse world to the one I'm living in now? Because, uh, depending on which one, I mean, that's the real topic at hand. I mean, we're talking, like, World War Z. Dude, or like I was about the, to say that. Yeah. Like, World War Z zombies, I'm just, that, that, that's it, I'm off. Man, man, there's no point. If it's, if, if I hear a witch crying. <laughs> oh, like, from, from Left 4 Dead. From Left 4 Dead. <laughs> man, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the easy way out. Dude, if, if I, if I look at my, if I get a news, like, emergency broadcast, and it says, zombie outbreak, I look at my window, and I see infected sprinting down the road that's it I'm that's, out no and I'm, everyone's talking about like wanting to be in like a walking dead zombie apocalypse and it's like yes that's easy but I think an underappreciated one George Romero's Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead not Night of the Living Dead necessarily but like you could argue that too but if you haven't seen Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead. The the zombies learn and they retain memories from humans. So like a, a cop could still use a gun? A cop zombie could still use a gun or something? Yes, in fact in Dawn of the Dead there was a, a zombie that still had a, a gun on his hand and he started like firing it. And there was a zombie that like held I think in, like a rifle throughout the film and you could see him in like five different shots in the background. And then in Day of the Dead they're the like main character zombie, um, like the the subplot is that he's learning, and eventually he like shoots the main antagonist. Spoiler alert! But he shoots the main antagonist a couple times because like they they learn. But here's my thing though with most zombies depicted in movies, is a large number of movies that depict zombie apocalypses usually are in a universe where zombies haven't been an idea before. So that's the whole idea about yeah. The Walking Dead is that the zombies are a completely foreign idea. There, there's no depiction of like anything of like you know, a reliving corpse. No idea of you know aim for the head, double tap. That whole sort of thing never really existed in a lot of the universes. So I think I don't think it would be as effective in like our actual it, society. It depends. A lot of things would need to go right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would have to get into the water supply. In which case. Welp, nice knowing you, because you can't really do anything against that. I mean, what? You can, actually. Boil water? It, actually, you can. You'd be surprised. If you've ever gone through a water treatment plant, which I actually have gone through a water treatment plant, uh, they add a f- bunch of things, like, actually, I think it's all free stuff you can go look online. They add lime to the actual water itself to take out any large particles, and then the water itself is treated with chlorine, like, actual pure chlorine, like a, like a little... I'm not gonna say anything about that because I might start blurring lines and get us demonetized. However, uh, it's treated with chlorine. The water coming out of the chlorine treatment has a pH of like 12. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, take take a nice take a dip in that. You're gonna be bleached for your rest, yeah, for the, rest, the next like three seconds of your life before you die from chlorine inhalation. But, but would would you take that chance of like having zombie affected water like full on like guts in their blood and then put it through the if, water treatment? I, would you take that chance? Here's my thing. Yeah, I probably would. Honestly. I'm not... not, not, not I mean, still with you. He's a braver man than I am. I know why. Because... Because... For the very reason of... If you know how your water plant is... And how your water system works... And actually how the water is filtered... Because it's not just like... they Oh yeah, they just run through this thing real quick. For like, it takes literally like... Probably a good 30 minutes for the water to get from where it starts... 
or actually it might take takes more than 30 minutes to get from where it starts to like where it ends and gets pumped out because it's filtered it's treated and then they actually test it like every 15 to 30 minutes they have actual chemists that go down and test the water for microbes to see how many like what amount is in your water yeah but can you <laughs> test the microbes yes you could actually anyone who's passed a high school biology class could work at a water treatment plant oh. it is literally an entry-level job not even joking. But you are, you a better man than me. Because I would not drink <laughs> yeah. that water. I'd like, no, you, I would not drink that little, damn water. If you can get your titrations right, dude, you can you could be a water department I would do that Hunger Games thing where you just hit the thing into the tree and see if you can get any water <laughs> from it. No. Man, you gotta do it. You gotta do what you can. Even then, you could do you do it you get a whole distillery from like rainwater. That yeah, you can do that. You can you, you can barely have your own yeah. There are ways around this. It just d- depends on your uh area. Yes. Well, sometimes yeah, collecting rainwater, we're not going to advocate for that because the legality is questionable in some areas. Colorado. <laughs> the entire state of Colorado. It's actually illegal. I forgot it's illegal rights. to collect rainwater. Yeah. What in the well, government however, dystopia however, is that? However, if I may say this, if a zombie apocalypse outbreak happens, do you really think they're going to, like, the DO, like, the DOD is going to break down your door and be like, hey, you have rainwater in your house? <laughs> I mean, considering, like, They'll pay attention to like my six hundred dollar Venmo transfer, but not like two trillion on, two on tri- September tenth. <laughs> that that's not conspiracy. That is like they announced on September tenth they lost two trillion dollars and they never found it. Which this is, is we cannot get in trouble for just factual statements. I'm being I'm just saying what I know, man. So I mean, man, I opened them on the pants. I'm sorry. Two trillion dollars uh, is coming down the just or like. Uh, God, there, there's some... The, the FTX thing, I'm not going to go into that, but a couple billion, it's fine. But my $600. Yeah. $600.12 that you spent at Taco Bell the other day. And the IRS can investigate me. I, I report all my income. They lose 12 figures at random, and then uh, we, we miss $50 in that Yeah. <laughs> Come here, boy. Yeah, that's what the extra 83,000 employees were for. 25 years in the slammer for right. missing two cents on your taxes. Yeah, let's reel this back in. Alright, so, <laughs> with our nice topic, let's start with question number two. So, in our own predictions, what do you think Gen Z will be remembered for? We were funny to... as shit. We gotta be the funniest generation. Millennials are so cringe, because they'll go on TikTok and be like, So, I did a thing. Bro, stop recording. Get out. Or like, well, that happened. You know all the Marvel humor? Yeah, that's millennial humor. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> Guys, you might want to come take a look at this. Like, that's millennials. We are funnier. We are the funny generation. And we always will be. Until we die. And in which case, may, not our kids, but maybe our grandkids. It's going to skip a generation. On the back of that, how mad do you think he'll be if one generation ends up funnier than us? <laughs> I don't think he'd be mad so much as he'd be just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be dead, so. However, the one thing I will say is we also kind of, you know, when the whole meme thing started, like, kind of kicked off in high school, you'd laugh at, like, a picture of Thanos <laughs> oh, with, like, a Capri Sun in his hand, like, holding. <laughs> like a bucket of KFC in his hands. So. I, I remember changing, like, most of the computer screens in the computer room to... Um, Kermit the Frog with the yes, infinity. Yeah, I, I, I was in the. Uh, that, I was in your class. I that took went picture. so hard. It was hand drawn too. Mm-hmm. I don't know who drew that, but man, what? if you're out there, I hope you're doing okay. Thanos was such an inspiration for memes for no reason. Like it, I don't know why. I think he, he started the, he the Sigma thing, like. Because people would just quote him, and it wasn't exactly funny. It was just like he's saying Sigma stuff, and now we've got the whole Patrick Bateman thing, well, Homelander, and, and all that shit. If, you, if I may yeah. add, though, with Thanos, you've heard of like washing board abs. Dude had a washing board chin. Yeah, but I mean, you had to iron that shit out. I don't. I, I don't think. You got a few wrinkles. <laughs> Man, Josh, I can't believe Josh Brolin played him. He played him so well, though. He really okay. did. Josh Brolin was also in the 2013 remake of, of Old Boy. Gotta be the worst remake I've ever seen. I still haven't seen it. 
Shame. Have, Nacho, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, watch the 2003 South Korean film, Old Boy. And then, you're not going to watch the 2013 version, the American version of Old Boy. You're going to watch Your Movie Sucks on YouTube, um, Old Boy Review, where he compares both movies. And you'll see, Josh Brolin ain't all that. I'm not a Josh Brolin stan. He got good writing for Thanos. That's about it. I don't think I stand any actor at all. I don't think and I don't think I have one actor where I'm like, he's flawless in every role. I don't I don't know if I have any of those. I can name a few. Ryan Reynolds. That was my first guess. Harrison Ford? Oh god. Uh, that's a good one, yeah. Man. And people just think he's he's solo. It's like um Apocalypse Now, Ender's Game, Indiana, Morgan Freeman, Into the Wild. Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. He was everything. Yeah, Morgan Morgan Freeman, but Man, I, I feel like he got wasted at, like, the last hundred years of his life because uh, they started using him as, like, narrator only. Narrator I, or God or, like, yeah. grandfather for everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he literally played God. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Like, seven times. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. I think, I think Denzel Washington might be. Ooh! Ooh. Yeah, no, I he, love that man. He, yeah, might, he a... might be my one actor. That, of, uh, like, he's almost flawless in every role. God, he's such a... Underrated. I love Denzel. He's amazing. I think Denzel is Equalizer. probably the best one we just Donkey. named. Equalizer, John Q. John Q. John Q. was a movie. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, I guess we're I guess we're gonna get into the meat. All right, we're gonna get to the, the meat and potatoes. Twenty twenty four election. Um, I'm I'm a transparent boy. I did not vote Trump nor Biden in 2020, I voted Joe Jorgensen. And that's a little disclaimer for anyone who's about to get pissed off. So, the 2024 election. I want to go over what each side needs to do to win. Um, man, let's start with Republicans. What they need to do to win. What do you guys think? Nacho, you, you sound like you had something. Well, because I I, 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 I I vote usually typically Republican. That's my personal viewpoint. I'm more conservative in my views. But my thing is, I really don't like any of the candidates coming forward. The the confirmed ones so far. So or? far, yes. I don't like I don't like Trump. I, I, I I'm a Republican, but I don't like Trump. I'm sorry. I, if I offend you, cool. Fifty percent of Republicans agree with you. I I don't like him. I I don't see it as being feasible, as being ethical. I don't see it as being the right decision. But I also don't like Biden. I really don't like. I don't like having a senile man in my office. <laughs> He's sitting there falling off a bicycle, bicycle like falling a low down the stairs. Rating, so yeah, lowest. And this is a quick tangent, which I found really interesting and confusing. How he had the lowest approval rating of all U.S. presidents, and then he announced the whole uh, student like student aid re- or uh, the student loan like redemption thing. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah, the student loan forgiveness thing. And then there is all these different pushes for like you know pl- like political speeches, all these different like little sort of movements that started popping up. And then when it came election time, and he realized that the Democrats were doing good, it kind of just disappeared. Yeah, it's, it's not happening anymore. But, I don't believe. Dude, I got I got an email from my my school ID email, and it said, "We've been looking at your account, and we've been we're planning to implement Biden's." Biden. I got the same email. You got the same email? <laughs> I applied for it, and then it, it turns out it's it's unconstitutional, and it's not happening. Yeah. And funny how it didn't it didn't it wasn't seen as unconstitutional till after the election process was done with. I mean, until after the votes were cast, till after people were put in office, after everything was settled. I, mean, I don't think anyone who understands how money works figured that that would even go through in the first place. You know how much money is in student debt. There's an insane amount. How many of trillions of dollars are in yes. student debt? Dude, we're already like what, forty-eight trillion dollars in debt in America or something yeah, it's like that. It's a little higher than that now. Is uh, it higher? So, it's higher than that. So in America, we have thirty-three trillion dollars in debt, and then we have a hundred seventy trillion dollars in unfunded liabilities, which Fuck. kind of acts like debt, but is not like debt debt. So we're we're kind of like two hundred trillion dollars in debt. But um, yeah, technically thirty three trillion. But also at the same time, every country in the world's in debt. Yeah, there isn't really a country that's in the green at this point. Even 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 if we took the debt away, 
the government budgets us and a select amount of money for every aspect of our country, military and social security and all that medical and all that shit. The question is, where are you going to take the money from to pay for all the student debt in the country? You, there's no right answer. There's no answer where everyone's happy or anything good comes of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna refocus. What should each party do to win 2024? I'm gonna go to the Republicans. I'm gonna say, ditch Trump. Um, Trump, it, it, he's he's divisive in their own party. Yeah. Half of them like him, half of them don't. And if if they want to win 2024. It is in their best interest to not go with them and to go with DeSantis. And I don't think he's going to actually win the primary, real talk. I think he's going to run independent, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. I'm going to call that right now. He's going to run independent because he's, he's surrounded by a bunch of, of yes-men who don't actually critique him. Trump? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think he's going to run independent. I think he's going to steal the vote from Republicans and... Um, like, give Democrats the win. So it would be in Democrats' best interest to just let that play out and not interfere. And it's also in their best interest to not run with Biden again because he's not well-liked. They don't have... Not don't, Harris. Definitely not Harris. They don't but... have anyone who's, like, got enough experience or, like, popularity... To run with, uh, you could say like Pete Buttigieg, but his policies are like, uh, whatever. Um, dear God, I hope they don't go with Hillary Clinton again because her 2016 strategy was objectively terrible. Like, what, which part? Pokemon Go to the polls or the uh, the the strategy <laughs> of we're gonna just shore up our quote defenses of like we're just gonna campaign in areas that are our strongholds. And we're gonna win on that. That was that was her 2016 strategy, as well as like, oh, we're gonna promote Donald Trump and keep talking about him so people vote for him um, because that that was the legit Democratic strategy. That's why Trump won the primaries in 2016, and like the Democrats were were pushing for Trump to be the one who selected because at the time it was ludicrous to even think he would get elected. They wanted someone that they could be like. There's no way they win. This is going to be an easy win for us, and that's what they saw Trump as, and that's it why backfired it, like, on them. Yeah, it backfired because they didn't expect Hillary to be so unlikable. But I, I guess that's what happens when your husband's Bill Clinton, <laughs> and you say Pokemon Go to the polls. Also, a real quote from Hillary Clinton is "America is great because America, America is good. good." That she was not a great talker. I mean the. I don't. I haven't been keeping up on. I haven't been keeping up to date on twenty twenty four elections or anything like that. But regardless of what I don't know, I think you're right. I think each side should denounce their prior, their previous party, or their previous electoral. They they candidate. both need a hard restart. Right, because like you said, Trump was extremely divisive. He's very bad for publicity for your party. Joe Biden, on the other hand. I don't think anyone or very little people right now are happy with him in office. Dude, even even like left uh, SNL, you know how they have that bit about like the newscaster guys. Yeah. Even they like in the primaries when it was uh, coming down to Bernie and Biden were like, no matter how this goes, the next eight years are going to be hilarious because <laughs> imagine the shit Biden's going to be saying eight years from now. That's a real quote from SNL, which is left leaning. I mean. We saw that they were making fun of Trump like four years in a row with Alec Baldwin, and it got really old really fast and annoying. Like, they're, yeah. they're openly left. And if they were saying that back in 2020, dude, come on. I think another problem with just elections and politics in general, especially with the two-party system, is people are so, people are so hell-bent on sticking to the name. And not their not their own personal ideals. Yes. Pe- yeah, people, it's people, electability. People will centralize their their vision and their thoughts and everything on. Well, I don't like what the Democratic Republic, what the Democratic candidate's doing. I don't like the Re- I don't like what the Republican candidate's doing, but I lean Republican, so, so I'll vote, vote Republican. 
Like, yes. And that goes both ways. That goes for Democrats who do the same thing, Republicans who do the same thing. But no, I don't think a lot of people take it upon themselves to form their own opinion. They just conform to whatever their party ends up leaning towards. And I personally feel like that's a big downfall we're seeing in our current oh, yeah. system. Oh, yeah. Is not not just that people aren't, like, or they're choosing one side or the other, again, with that whole saying two-party, going back to that two-party system. It's that people are leaning so far radically left or radically right that they're not looking at what's in between. They're just thinking it's either this way or that way, and there's no compromise. We've yeah, to... I think, dude, it, it's so bad, especially on the on the left, that it's not that there's as many like far-right extremists as we think there is. Because it's like, oh, one guy did one bad thing, and he's like an alt-right Nazi. That means there's got to be hundreds of thousands of them, right? No, not necessarily. The, the left has moved the line so far left that if you're even in the middle leaning right, they just call you far right. Mm -hmm. And they've pushed out people in their own party. Like Tulsi Gabbard was on the Democratic ballot, and she just switched parties because when you push the line that far left, you're going to lose not only voters, but your own politicians. Andrew Yang is not a Democrat anymore. He's independent. Leans left, yes, but... Really? Is is more moderate. Yeah, he was on the Democratic ballot. For I knew he was on Democratic. I didn't know mm -hmm. he went independent. I, I believe he did because, like, Democrats wouldn't stop giving him shit, and I I don't know why. It's like he he was talking about UBI. You you think he'll be on that? I mean, like that that whole thing, the pushing the line so far. I, I mean, Luke knows this. I I am a central. I'm a central person. Mm -hmm. I don't think either side has perfect ideals or perfect values. Some are better at some things, other are better at other things. Yep. So I'm kind of center, and I pick and choose based on what each candidate can provide to the table. Yep. Luke knows I'm very center, but he also knows that I end up leaning right far more because extreme radical leftists will constantly just. And Owen, you used to be like I used left. to be. I used to be left. And left. same here. I used to be very left, and then guess what? Guess who pushed me? To be more right. Leftists did, mm -hmm. because I, I had a fucking basic white girl come up and tell me, a Hispanic man, that I have white privilege. And I'm like, oh, I'm on your side, though. Like, uh, why are you racially profiling me in the name of, like, trying to be a, a SJW, but you just, you, you call me a, a white man with white privilege, even though I'm Hispanic. And mm -hmm. I, it also felt like, oh, man, I just spat... Um, it felt like I couldn't say anything because I'm a man. It's mm -hmm. like, dude, when I'm on your team, why are you being like, you can't say anything, you're a man, or you have white privilege even though you're Hispanic and I just racially profiled you? I got, I got called a fascist because I said that I don't think all Republicans are bad. And this one, wow. this one lady on social media was like, oh, you're with the fascists then. You fascist. You disagree with me. You're a fascist now. That's where we're at today. And, and that, that's why I lean right. It's those people. It's, not, it's not everyone, but... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. But not just that point of it, but the biggest thing that pushed me, because I was originally very democratic in my views when I was growing up, because I was, you know, lower income, you know, minority group housing. We didn't really have the, I want to say, income or the, like, facilities to, like, really think politics. But I was originally more democratic, because, like, yeah, they're... For my side, they're all this. And when I started going to high school, I started to question that because I started looking into the you know the whole so the the Black Lives Matter movement when that first started, which we won't go into today. But I started looking at the movements and what was going on, and I think there was either protests or something happening in an area near where I was at. And I realized when I looked at the crowds, I didn't see a single person of color in the crowd. Yeah, it's I, performative I, and, activism. And my, uh, the, that was a big moment when I had the thought, and I was like, am I really being suppressed, or are you suppressing me by not thinking I have the ability to be offended myself? Do you think I'm so far suppressed that I can't have my own emotions and make my own decisions and feel, like, I can't feel offended? Dude, Do you really left, think that it's that far? You'll the find left, that shit a lot. The left is so bad about white saviorism about being like everyone stop what you're doing these black people need me let me go protest and it's like bro if stop you, if, if you want to help out how about 
you help the homeless dude on the side of the street. Or how about you go give them some Not books the one on Limit or... Street, though. He has a house. <laughs> he has a house. <laughs> but, like, how about you go out and help in a soup kitchen? I've been dude. volunteering in a soup kitchen for probably, what, close to ten years now? In my, in my Again, I used to be one of the kids that went to the soup kitchen to get food because we needed it as a family. And I still volunteered. I volunteered there when I had no food. So how are you with your house, Man, with your nice, not, comfy, nachos with your nice one. comfy, with your nice <laughs> comfy family, who was sitting there like, yeah, look, I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna feel offended because I saw this on TV, because I saw this on social media. I'm gonna feel offended for this person. I'm gonna go out and protest against them instead of saying, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something about it. Ignacio, <laughs> you know? are you trying to tell me you don't feel pride when a white woman posts a straight black image on her Instagram? That pisses me off more than anything. <laughs> You have no idea how much that upsets me because I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, cool. You're, you painted your screen black. Cool. Now what are you going to do? We support you. How about you support us then? Yeah, lots of prayers ain't going to feed myself. You know? You can, only live, you can only live so long on bread and manna alone. I mean, it's just, it's just the... Sorry. No, you're... That, no, you're crossing a line right there. No, no, you're, you're, you're a man of color. They but, can't get mad at you. It's... I just I just get fed up with the hypocrisy mm-hmm. on on both sides of politics. Like, yeah, hypocrisy is my main pet peeve with I both know. sides. You'll see, I see it more often on the left, but you definitely see hypocrisy on the right. You mm-hmm. will see it. Oh yeah, no, it's everywhere. Who? And this is why I I stick to this thing: live in moderation. You know, mm-hmm. too far to one side, too far to the other side, you'll fall in one pit somewhere. Just stay, stay somewhere where you can have a good grasp on things. But not so far where you sound like it's overzealous. Yeah, don't don't, ever, don't over, overextend yourself yes. into what you're talking about. Yes. It's just, it's, I mean, you know, it's the same thing with, like, alcohol. You want to have a few drinks mm-hmm. at, a, at a party? Cool. Sure. Take a couple don't sips. drink seven bottles of vodka. You, it's just not good for you. Unless you can handle it. <laughs> Unless you can handle it. Unless you can handle it. Just saying. Can your liver handle it? Oh, we got, that's another story for another time. The fly on the wall. Hello. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I was forced to read this book in my freshman experience class. What's your name, by college. the way? You don't need to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we were still doing yes. intros like an hour into this. Our, yeah. lo- our lovely uh, audio and camera person yes. speaking right. up. So I had to read this book. It was called How to Be an Anti-Racist. It was written by... <laughs> I can already predict. Oh my god! I have an opinion on it. Oh no! It was written by a black guy. To be okay. completely fair. Okay. All right. If, if you were going to say white that? woman, I would have. Oh. I would have oh. read it. To be oh completely honest, I probably wouldn't have read it because I wouldn't have cared what the character Con- said. Continue. So what it said was, black people can't be racist. You're wrong. Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, Nacho's, Nacho's incredibly racist. Yes. Jokes. 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 No, no. Jokes. I don't even have to say j- jokes. I will I will openly say I have said racist things before. I know a lot of people have said some racist things before. Well, yeah, because you, you watch NASCAR. <laughs> I like Good. going fishing. I like going hunting. I like going outside. I don't do the. I don't conform to the norm. You know why? Because your norm doesn't your norm doesn't confine me. Your your, your norm of I, I think I would say some racist stuff too if I, if I was watching NASCAR because it's it's racist. Man, them racist man. It's a lot of racist. It's a lot of. Yeah. But I don't I don't watch NASCAR. No, man, have you seen dirt tracks? That gets real dirty sometimes. Just saying. I, I'm not racist because I don't watch NASCAR. I, I fucking love using that joke. I use that joke on Marcy all the time, and he gets pissed at me. He's like, "Shut up! You made that joke like twenty times this month." <laughs> Uh, All right, we're reeling it back in. But yeah, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh, that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the book. Yeah. Black people can't be racist. Like there, there are people. There are many people who unironically believe that. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I'm sorry. It it just it just it doesn't fit with the the definition of racism. I'm gonna be real. Hispanic people, especially like Mexicans. Oh, oh my oh, god. Oh my. They are they racist. Are racist. <laughs> Mexicans me. will say the N word like the. Yes. One of the most used words. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And Asians, not a fan of black people. Not a fan. I know. Uh, Half my family's Filipino. If, if you go to Japan, I heard a story about this one guy who went to Japan to be like a teacher and he was black. They were, like, asking him, like, why he's black and... Like, oh, Michael Jordan. If, if they could, like, 
if he could like change his skin color. They, they were basically being like, can you like not be black? Like dead ass. It's like it's like back to the first black person in Japan. Y'all ever heard that story? This dude, this like the first black samurai of all time. He showed up in Japan. And they were like, what is that? They tried to like they tried to brush the ink, quote unquote. Oh, I remember. Skin. I, I I think I saw an image of that. Yeah, they tried to wow. they tried to wipe the ink, quote unquote, off his skin, but they were like, it won't come off. So then it was like the first black samurai. Black black people be saying they be black. saying some racist shit against Asians and Hispanics <laughs> and gay people. No one's innocent. I think the most racist thing about the idea is that saying certain races can't be racist. That's yeah, more that's racist, racist than anything. Itself. Yeah. I, my entire race is above racism. That's a racist statement. Real talk. My entire race is, is so awesome that we don't even do racism. It's not possible because my race is so superior. That's racist. Yeah, I mean, even even to even to say that your race can or can't do something that other races can, that in itself is mm-hmm. racist. Racist. However, let me ask you this: Let's say just just because it's been stewing on my mind for weeks and months. What are y'all's opinion on the introduction of Latinx? <laughs> Dude, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's take a breather. Hold on, let's, no, let's no. time out before before anyone says anything. The people that get the most mad about Latinx are Latinos, Latinas, Hispanics in general. No one gets more upset about Latinx than oh, those I'm ruined. people. Yes. Oh, I'm ruined. Dude, <laughs> I, I just like, I, like I know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the fuck about. The, it, people say Latinx too, so I'm gonna say <laughs> I want to say Latinx. Was the Barbie all of a sudden? Dude, if anyone is listening, if you use Latinx, Latinx. I hate you, and you should not be allowed to be on any social media. It's so stupid. It's a, a blatant disregard for the language. You show that you have no understanding. If we were to say that in Spanish, it would be like Latin equis. That sounds dumb. And another thing I may add. You can't even say Latin in Spanish. If I may add, here's my question that I always have that's been brewing. What was wrong with the term Latino or Latina? It had an O and an A in it, and non-binary but, people didn't like that. Yeah, Latino and Latina, they were gender roles. They were masculine How feminine. about this? Don't change an entire language that literally has male and female verbiage. Yeah. Don't do I'm, it. It's I'm already gonna, been here for hundreds of thousands of years. However many years you want to say. I'm going to add thousands of years. the whole Latinx shit shows that white people came in and colonized an entire language. Dude, the the language itself, it's a, it's a romantic language. Mm-hmm. Kind of like French. It's, yes. it's masculine and feminine. That's how the whole gender thing is constructed in the language. Yep. Like, if I say my friends in Spanish, mis amigos, the masculine version is used to address a group, group that can be guys and girls. Whereas, what what do I say? My amigas. my amig exes. Me amigas. Like really? Are you are you gonna change the whole language? You're gonna change everything to an X now? Turn to Tex-Mex. And just <laughs> <laughs> saying saying latinx. That was good. Saying latinx is just a blatant disregard for the language. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out to to the Twitter lefties to anyone who uses latinx. You are you're racist. I mean, you're like, racist, and I don't actually use like you're racist often, but you're you're inadvertently racist if you use Latinx because you're you're showing that you don't give a shit how the language works. You just want to you want a virtue signal, and it, it's it's not how it works. The amount of people that use Latinx unironically, the the amount of Hispanic people that use Latinx unironically, like legitimately use it. It's 3% of Hispanics in America. Outside of America, we don't have data on that. You know why? Because I think it's fucking stupid. It's also really classist. I actually got into this recently. Um, Most people who use Latinx outside of America are in, like, the New York City, Las Vegas, Los Angeles versions of Mexico. Of of Mexico. It's mainly in Mexico. It's, It's the rich people that don't interact with the population and mainly interact with rich white people in America. 
and it's like, okay, so you're, you're racist, and you're classist, and you're just fucking stupid. That's my Latinx rant. I mean, the, the, the ironic thing about it is the left side, the left will be the first people to, to say, ah, it's cultural appropriation. You can't do that. And then proceed to cultural... They colonize my language. <laughs> they colonize my language by using Latinx. You're racist if you use it. Sorry. That's coming from a Hispanic guy, you know? Yeah. So it's, I'm Hispanic. I, think, I can say that. Well, any sane person that understands th- how Spanish or any any Hispanic language works, anyone can agree with you on that. Because the fundamentals are, like you said, are based on masculine and feminine ver- verbiage. So it's it's so insulting, in a way, to, to every Hispanic I would rather person. be called a slur. <laughs> I'm not going to say what the slur is, but I have, like, two ready to go. I think but I would, I would I rather be hard with slur than Let's not get takes. too far off the yeah. boat. Oh, yeah. we, are not, we are not saying those on the podcast. But I know. Yes. I, I'd rather be called that than Latinx. Or Latinx. God, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. So let's Latina look. Keys. Shut up. Like Dos Equis? <laughs> Just say Like, like the alcohol. Dos Equis. Yes. Dosa keys means 2x. Yes. And then I gotta say, Latina keys, bro, too many syllables, A, B, stupid. Call me Hispanic if you really don't want to use Latina, Latino. God. Hispanics with an X, come on, bro. They, they do Hispanics with an X. That's also not even how the language works, by the way. But uh, they call me... Hispanic right. with X, so I'm going to... Let's kind of simmer down here a little bit. We're going to reel I, back I in. so heated. I, I, I understand. <laughs> We're going to reel it back in. We're going to go back into a, sort of like, you know, we got a couple more le- or of our actual things left. Let's start with, do you want to go with social media or Spotify? Do Spotify. All right. We've got a lot to talk about on social media. So, our question is, what are our thoughts on posting your Spotify recap? I'll tell you what, it's it's a it's an awkward day for everyone to listen to Kanye before. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a That's a highlight. That's a highlight. People that were like, yeah, Kanye, after like the past two weeks, they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's funny how he did that like the week before the Spotify recap came out. Like, before they were able to cancel everything and like, you know, shut it down. <laughs> That's, him off. That's going to be a highlight on, on YouTube. I'm going to post that one. Oh, it's funny as shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Spotify playlist thing, I don't use Spotify, so I don't know, but it's, I don't see it as a big, like, hoopla. I thought it was just people posting the music they enjoy, what they all listen to. Like, Houston, our buddy, for example, you know, he posted his thing, CJ posted his thing. So it's, it, I don't care either way. You listen to what music you like, I'm the same way, I don't, whatever. But, I, I don't know what y'all think about it. Look, what do you think? What do you think? Um, I just don't give a shit. Like, here's my here's my idea. A lot of people who post their Spotify recap are doing it to be like, look at all the niche songs and artists I'm listening to. And it's like, the <laughs> moment you're posting about something niche, it's not niche anymore. You're you're trying to get attention, and I don't care. It's from what I've seen, it's either. I've listened to the same five things everyone else has. Or, look at me and how obscure I am. I don't stop. Go touch grass. My biggest thing with it, though, that people seem to, I don't know if they just completely gloss over the fact or just, like, ignore it entirely, is if you really look at what the Spotify's recap is, you realize really quickly that they're tracking everything you do on that app. Not to mention, just close, because think about it this way. For an entire 365 days of the year between recaps, they have listened to every single song you listen to. They have a record of who you listen to most, what your idea of like when what, you're listening, when you're listening to music is, how long you're listening to music, how long you listen to a certain artists, what things like they they have like you can literally categorize what part of the year you're in just based upon your music. And people forget the fact that they are literally just collecting your data. No, they're only collecting it from January 1st to October 31st, because that's what the recap covers. Thank God it's only 10 months. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was almost worried. I was, I was worried. Yeah, no, that, 
Think if it was 11 months, man. Come on. 10 months in a day. 11 months, you might have me sweating a little bit. <laughs> Gosh, there's an entire three months in the dark that they don't even know who I am? Well, Great. Two, two months? months? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Two months out of the year. Don't get overzealous now. You don't deserve three months of free time, okay? You don't, don't, deserve... don't deserve three fifths of the year? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> Well, what do we got next? <laughs> what do we got next? Man, you make me look like a real bad person right now. Well, I think we've right. covered enough for today. Plenty. Right. More than we have written off. We shall leave on that note then. Um, this has been Luke. Ignacio. And I've been the guest for this week, Owen. We, we'll, get, we'll get better at that. Yes, we'll, yes we We'll have will. no awkward... Like, what's my order moments? It's okay. We're going to get better at sign-offs. But, uh, man, we, we, had, we had a couple, of, not going to say how many, but a couple of listeners from the first podcast. Glad, uh, I, I had a lot of feedback from it, too. People were like, this sounded great. Or, like, like Isaiah was talking about, like, feedback. I think I talked to you guys beforehand, and we went over it beforehand anyway. But people were, like, listening, giving feedback, enjoying it. And here... Personally, just saying, this is my own like actual thought. Thank you for listening. If you came, even just to give us like a thought, just to give us a quick second of your time, or an hour of your time, I guess. It's a pleasure to even just start doing this because yeah, this is something we've been wanting to do for a long time now. So listening, thank you for listening. Listening on your your ride to school or work, maybe maybe doing homework, maybe maybe you're pooping, maybe you're showering. <laughs> never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're wallowing in self-loathing. Maybe just, you just need saying. to fall asleep and you're like, man, I need that that sweet, sweet, succulent tea. I need Luke <laughs> ranting about Latinx. So I, to do it I, to need, I need Luke screaming in my ear as I fall asleep. Yes. Otherwise, I'm going to be up all night. I can't fall asleep without my nightly limp. Yeah. <laughs> my nightly next-gen limp. Roll credits. Again, thanks Owen for showing up. I... Owen, I'm, we we hope to have you back, dude. I hope to be back. I know y'all got like a whole roster. We, we get have through. a queue. We have a queue of guests. I that would we're have to get through. This is fun. I yes, thank y'all for having me. It's been enjoyable, and I do hope to be back at some point. All right. Well, this is Limp signing off. <laughs>